Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Today, uh, we're going to be talking about my week six update. We're currently six weeks into the diet, and um, we're, we're learning a lot about our body. Um, there's some things that we're going to talk about, like uh, some ups and downs that I'm already facing this week, um, which is normal. It happens, but there's things you can overcome from it, and it's not always it's not always a bad thing to have little hiccups in your diet or just in life in general. It happens. Hiccups are, are a thing. Um, and it's, it's on you to overcome them. And when it comes to dieting, I'm going to teach you how to overcome some of your, your hiccups. If you are dieting or if you do plan on dieting, um, I hope my advice that I'm giving, um, helps you because I, I genuinely love making these, these update like week by week updates on on my diet and how I'm doing in hopes to help you when you do decide to do a diet or just if you want to learn about nutrition in general um I hope my advice is very helpful because I enjoy making this these episodes are so much fun for me I just I just love doing podcasts in general it's it's such a relief to just talk and like just help people you know that's that's what I want to do is just help whoever whoever wants it. So, before I start in the diet talk, I really really want everyone to realize that you need to drink water. And I know people drink water and even if you don't drink water, you need to drink water. Water is super super crucial. You need it to stay hydrated. You don't want to get dehydrated ever. Because then you'll start going loopy. And just being dehydrated sucks. And you can literally feel it. You can feel it in your mouth. You can feel it in your bones. You can feel it in your muscles. Your joints start to ache. Stuff like that. But you just need to drink water. And when the dieting part of drinking water is drinking water actually fills you up before you eat. Or just throughout the day. It'll keep you, It'll just keep stuff in your stomach. And it'll make you feel full. I'm pretty sure. Well, I hope people have n- heard that. The like the 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 advice people give, where it's like before you eat a meal, like drink a lot of water so it can fill you up, and then when you eat the food, it, you just you just feel more full, and stuff like that. It's kind of like that. You can do that, um, but when you're dieting, you don't want to just like drink so much water to where you can't eat your food, you know, because you need your food, and food's super super important. But we'll break down some numbers for you, like some numbers that like you should hit, try to hit at least. So like I was doing some research and there is no amount of water that you should take per day or drink per day that will benefit you. Like everyone's different. Uh, it, it all depends on like your body composition, how much water you actually need how much food you eat, what you're doing, your activity levels, what your job is, how you how you just basically burn and exert your days through the calorie-wise of your water intake. So like a good number to start off would be hit 32 ounces. 32 ounces is about four 8-ounce water bottles. Or like me, I like drinking the 16-ounce water bottles. That's only two water bottles. That's very, very, very achievable. It's just, just remember, it's two water bottles. You could honestly drink water right when you wake up in the morning and drink a water bottle 
or even a glass of water right when you wake up. Because if you sleep, you know, like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, some people even sleep 12 hours. That's however long you sleep, that's how long your body hasn't had any hydration. So right when you wake up, drink some water. I drink water right when I wake up, no matter what. I always drink water right when I wake up because I need to. Also, when you are more active like me, like for me, I try to hit a gallon of water a day. Like that's how much I drink. And if you're to break that down in the numbers, you can do, if you have like a 32-ounce hydro flask or 32-ounce water bottle or whatever it may be, that's only like four, four... 32 ounce uh, hydro flask that you have to to finish or 32 ounces of a water um, water bottle whatever it's only four of those or if you just want to just go buy a gallon at the grocery store it's only like 80 cents to like a dollar 20 if that for a gallon of water and then you can just drink that and that's your whole goal right The, the whole goal for the day is to finish that bottle and then boom you hit a gallon and then you do that every single day consistently. But if you if you want to do go through like the bottled water route, which is what I do too. Like I, I try to I try to drink as much bottles of water as I can at work because that's all that we have is just bottles of water, which is fine. And that's about I think it's it was like eight ounces eight eight bottles of water of like eight sixteen ounces to hit a gallon of water, which is a lot of water. But you can definitely do it because if if you're super active like me, like at work, I'm always walking around, I'm doing stuff, I'm lifting constantly. And then after work, I weight lift. So then after work, I'm, I'm, I'm already doing weightlifting and another workload. And then after that, like, like I've talked about before, I like doing my cardio right after the gym. So I need lots of water because when I'm drinking lots of water, I'm all I'm not only am I absorbing it. I'm exerting it. I'm, I'm like pissing like a racehorse. Like I'm, I'm using the bathroom all the time just because of how much water I'm intaking. And, and then I'm sweating it out at the gym and then I'm sweating it out even more during cardio. So as for me personally, like I work so hard on my body that like I need lots of water. And it's just, that's just something to think about. Like everyone needs water, but depending on your activity levels and how your body is and how it reacts to certain things throughout the day. Like you just need a lot of water and you always want to stay hydrated. Like you can never overhydrate yourself unless you're just like having crazy, crazy amounts of water. And then you're just absolutely destroying your kidneys because your kidneys can't process the amount of water. And you're like, you're, you're paying out so much nutrients and minerals that you need. But for that to happen, like it's, you just have to drink insane amounts of water. But yeah, so I just want to start off by saying drink water, please, especially if you're dieting, like you need water, water will fill you up. Even if you're not dieting, water is just so amazing to have. And it's just, it just feels so good to drink water. Just please drink water. (laughs) So I I don't think I've really talked about this when it comes to dieting. Well, I, I have like talked about it. I've like briefly brought it up, but I've never like actually... I brought it up and and talked about it and my thoughts on it. And that's keeping track of your caloric intake. And that's so important because if you're just eating 
and you're eyeballing everything but you're not actually tracking you can fall off so quickly or you can just overeat when you think you're under eating or you're trying to maintain and as you think you're maintaining you're actually gaining weight and you don't know why because like one thing that I used to do and it's really hard to do and it's something super simple that you can just take out of your diet or just just fix it right this coffee I'm going to talk about caffeine when I, I need to talk about it later down the road in, in, in another episode during my diet because caffeine is such a huge part of my life, but coffee specifically because coffee is huge for me. And what people don't realize is that coffee can, depending on where you get your coffee, can hold so much fat and sugar and 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 carbs and like coffee is deadly especially if you get like crazy amounts of coffee from like starbucks like it could just absolutely ruin you you know and wow i actually just lost track of where else oh right <laughs> calories okay so like if you go to starbucks right and you get a frappuccino and you don't actually look at the macronutrients of that drink that those drinks are like 700 calories for like a grande and if you get like a venti it's like close to like close to like a thousand some of the, some of the people get like extra pumps or like extra swirls of like nutella or or like extra whipped cream or they get brevet for milk and that's like the most fattening milk and like people don't realize that like they're like oh i'm dieting like i want to be healthy and then you get like a frappe or you get like a you get like a you get like a caramel macchiato with like six extra pumps and like extra cream and like extra caramel drizzles and then like you have that and like you think it's like a small meal but that's an that's a meal in itself like that's like a, a hundred or that's like a, that that's like a thousand calorie drink and then you go and you th- you like eat your salads or you eat whatever and like you think you're like under two thousand calories and you're like way over because you didn't know that your drink you know is so so much so like you have to like take into consideration like coffee which is super simple like you wouldn't think coffee is so bad for you but like coffee in its purest form isn't bad for you it's all the extra shit you add which is bad for you so like just a little like little notes like that like it's really good to know you know like coffee can kill you right or or a lot of people a lot of people like like juice juice is really bad for you like really 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 bad for you like I used to love Arizona's. Arizona's are awful. If you look at like the the nutritional facts for that stuff, oh man, it's high in calories, huge amounts of sugar, and so many carbs. And if you like look at the ingredients, it's like iced tea, blah blah blah, with like, and it'll say like some crazy amounts, like thirty six sugars with thirty three grams added, and or like. 28 28 grams of carbs and there's like it says per serving and there's like 2.5 servings and you're that drinks like 60 60 something plus carbs and it's like 33 grams of sugar that's like what's 33 times two that's like 70 grams of carbs or sugar right there like some of these drinks will just destroy your calorie intake and and you won't even realize it you know because you just think it's a drink but like drinks add up that's why it's only it's only good to stick with water man like I uh, bringing it back to what we were just talking about, water is huge. 
Water's huge. Safest thing you can have. And if you if you want if you like like carbonated stuff, get carbonated water. Sparkling water tastes just as good as regular water. Some people hate it. It's an acquired taste, but trust me, it like if you like bubblies, that's a really good bubbly option. You know. So, you just need to track your calories. And I'm gonna I'm gonna speak about this briefly. Like, don't go don't base your numbers off of someone else. I I did that. And it's stupid because you're not that person. Like, I'm really into bodybuilding. I can't diet eating 3,500 calories like some of these other bodybuilders just because, like, that's just physically impossible. You're not going to lose weight like that. Definitely not naturally. And that'll be a whole separate episode where I'm going to talk about natties or not or how you can, like, the differences between doing something naturally and doing it with like PEDs, like performing enhancing drugs or like stuff like that. Like you, you can't, you can't go off of like these so-called influencers diets because it just doesn't make sense. It's not, that's not sustainable. It's not, and they're not you, you know? So just find, find, track your calories, track your calories and maintain. And what I mean, maintain, you, you eat the same amount of food and your weight doesn't move. If you want to be in a caloric deficit, eat lower than your maintaining value. Or if you want to be in a surplus, eat more than your maintaining value, but you'll never know until you get solid data for your calories. Like for me, here, this is what I did. For me, first week, I chose to be at 2,800. Why did I pick 2,800? Because I know that that's my maintaining weight. And obviously it varies day to day, but like it's about 28 to like 3,200, depending on like if I eat fast foods. And those are my actual numbers. And then after 2,800, then I break down week by week from 2,800. So here's a tip about dieting and building off of your caloric intake with your actual calories, your actual number for calories. If you want to do a diet, you need to be under that caloric number. But you don't want to take too much too fast because your body will just start re- it will start responding like it'll it'll start responding in a really weird way. Like it'll start rejecting what you want it to do because you're just taking away so many calories that it just it can't keep up with this quick adjustment. And then you'll just fall flat on your diet and you'll just say, fuck it. And you don't even want to do it. And that's why, like, when you when you're in a diet, you don't want to just jump right into it. Like you kind of want to ease your way into it. Hence why you want to find your maintaining calories. Or your maintain find your maintained caloric intake so you can maintain that. And then ease your way into the diet and then start going full force into the diet. So your body's already adjusted to the calories that you're taking away or calories that it's adjusting to or you're adding to or like stuff like that, you know. I'll talk more about it later. I don't want to like fill this whole video up about that topic just because, or not the whole video, but this whole episode because it's so complex. And I'll talk more about it because that's like a perfect topic to to just designate a perfect video for it so 
basically you just find your calories, your caloric intake, maintain it. If you want to maintain, if you want to be in a surplus, go in a surplus past your maintaining calories. Or if you want to be in a deficit, just go under your maintained calories. Like you, you need that number no matter what. So what happened with me, and this happens a lot, um, you, you don't want it to happen too often, but once or twice, you have like these little hiccups when, you, when you're dieting. And what I mean by like hiccups in your diet is you just have days where you kind of don't want to get off track, but life happens, you know, like for me, I was snowboarding and, and I can't, I can't pack all that, a, a full day's worth of food and, and just leave it sitting in the car while I snowboard all day. Right. So traveling is a, it's a tough thing to do when you're dieting or just when you want to eat clean in general, is it possible to find clean food while traveling? Yeah. It's really, really hard because you have to look for it. Like I was, I was very lucky to find a gas station that sold fresh food. Is it actually fresh? I don't know, but it was. They have a, like a refrigerated section of food, and if if you find gas stations like that, like I guarantee you'll find really good food that has really good nutrient nutritional value and macros that can fit to your diet. So for me, I got very lucky. I found, um, I. It, I don't know if it was a 7-Eleven, but it was like a one of those like kind of like convenience store, but one of the nicer updated ones. And um, I found a chicken grilled grilled chicken skewers. Incredible. And I looked at the nutritional value, and it was like nine grams of fat because it came with sauce. And if you don't know, sauce holds a lot of fat. So if just if you want to like if you're looking at like a nutritional value, and it says like nine grams of fat or blah 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 and it comes with sauce but like your your actual proteins are cut and cooked by themselves without any sauce on them just subtract the sauce and most proteins will be very low in fat if the fat content is already low enough on the nutritional value right so for the fat it was like nine grams no carbs and and grilled chicken because we already know that chicken doesn't have carbs Especially if it's skinless, which this one was skinless chicken breast. Cool. And then for the protein, it was 23 grams per serving. So I got two boxes. It came out to like 46 grams of of protein. We'll just say like two grams of fat because I I I will say like five grams of fat because I I use the sauce a little bit just because I don't like I don't like dry dry chicken. You know, you gotta eat it with something. So, and then I got, I got a lot of like protein bars. Now I used to like protein bars. It's a very easy, quick source of protein, but it's all processed foods, you know, like they, they're trying to make like protein bars are very, very, very bad for you because they're high in processed carbs. You don't know, you don't know exactly where the carbs are coming from high in fats because it's a it's like a it's like a an energy bar you know it gives you fats minimal fats high carbs minimal protein which is like the perfect balance for energy use the carbs for energy you store your fat and the fat cells that that they provide you and you have your protein 
that will go straight to your muscles. So try to stay away from protein bars, but if you need to, protein bars are, are, are okay, but don't live off of them. So I had a protein bar. Now, after I had that, I was driving home from snowboarding, and it was like we, we snowboarded for like eight hours. I was super, super hungry. So I stopped off at Chick-fil-A. I know what you're thinking. Well, Chick-fil-A is not healthy. It's a fast food restaurant. There's healthy shit, okay, relatively speaking, at fucking fast food restaurants. Even McDonald's has healthy-ish stuff, like the grilled chicken sandwich. Just throw away the buns. Throw away the buns. Boom, you got the grilled chicken sandwich. But I like Chipotle. Chipotle, Jesus. I like Chick-fil-A because, to me, it looks like chicken. Like, actually, and it tastes just like chicken. So, and I've done the nutritional value on it, too. Like, the nutritional macros on, on some of the stuff for uh, for Chick-fil-A is amazing, you know? And you don't have to eat the fries. The, the fries are deep fried. You don't need fries. You could just get the sandwich. And then the sandwiches, it's like, I don't know. I If I, were to, if I had to guess, I think, like, the, just the plain grilled chicken sandwich... Uh, I think it's like 10 grams of fat, like 40 something grams of carbs and like 20 to 25 protein, which is a very good fast food, like burger, right? It's like low in fat, relatively speaking, minimal carbs, well, higher on the carb side. And then you have a good protein source. But the cool thing about Chick-fil-A is they have what's called grilled chicken nuggets and they just, it's just grilled chicken grilled chicken breast they chop it up in little little bite-sized pieces and they give it to you and a 12 piece is like somewhere in the range of like 30 to 35 grams of protein depending on how many they give you right sometimes they say 12 sometimes they give you 15 sometimes you only get 12 or sometimes you only get 10 it is what it is right but you just need to like be willing to look for fast food places when you're traveling and just be smart about it like try to try to not think about the cravings and just just be logical about what you're buying like know what you're buying do your little research like the cool thing about everything now is you can literally google the menu and then you'll have like the nutritional value next to it right like even mcdonald's has it mcdonald's has like ever since the movie supersize me they a lot of the fast food restaurants have the nutritional values at your own will your your own disposal just take a glance at the menu or what you want to get and then kind of just like put it to your numbers you know super simple stuff like that like you don't have to go all willy-nilly when you go out and travel or when you're traveling like you're just kind of damned and doomed to only get shitty food if you're making a pit stop at a fast food restaurant, that's not the point. That's not the case anymore. You know, you can get healthy stuff. Like there's a new healthy movement with these like fast food restaurants, which is which is awesome. You know. So that's 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 what happened to me. Is like I got off on track, but that's fine. You know, like you have hiccups, just know that you have to start busting your ass, and and do more cardio than you wanted to. To like like we've talked about before, like doing cardio to potentially burn off some of that food. And luckily for me, like, I didn't pick anything too crazy. I just went off of really good food so I didn't have to work too hard and it didn't do too much damage to me when I ate those foods. 
So hiccups happen. They come and go. Don't worry. Don't be too hard on yourself. Like for me, like I was guilty right when I ate it. I was super guilty. I was like, damn, man. Like I I can't believe I did that already. It's only been six weeks. Like I I should be able to like hold off more, you know. But I just got to remember like it's fine. It happens. Just work harder and you'll get through it. Plus one one small little burger is not going to kill you. You know, you'll be fine. So here's an actual weight update. And I've been giving you guys weight updates. And I know like the last two weeks, I've kind of been stuck in this funky like plateau where I've all been fluctuating between 190 and 188. So my advice for that was to figure out where you went wrong, right? Do more cardio if you need to. And stuff like that. But I just want to remind everybody that making those changes may seem hard, but it's beneficial. And this week we made a change. And I'm 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 going to tell you what other changes you can make. So what I what I went back to is obviously we're eating the same things week after week. We're just changing the numbers. So instead of just changing the numbers all the time, you can move your foods around. And what I mean by that is you don't have to stick to the same food schedule where like you're eating your breakfast meal is the same and it's been the same since week one and now we're in week six and you're kind of tired of like eating the same foods over and over and over again. It's okay to like move stuff around, you know? Like for me, I I was doing egg whites in the morning. Like I, I've, I've explained my breakfast. Egg whites, oatmeal, berries, mixed berries, and then uh, almond butter. And then at the end of my day, I switched my my end of the day meal and I changed it from, I think I changed it from shrimp and I moved my shrimp meal to my fourth meal. And then my fifth meal was another egg whites because egg whites are very good. You know, they're, they're low calorie, high protein, and they're very easy to make. You could even drink them too, which is what I've been doing. Just because sometimes it's so late and I just don't feel like cooking, I'll just drink them. And it's really good calories, really good protein, no fat at all, and there's no cholesterol because the yolk's gone. And just by moving a couple of my meals around, like I started to lose weight. Now, did I lose a crazy amount of weight? No. We only lost two pounds, which is fine. Because you have to remember, you don't want to lose a shit ton of weight right off the bat because we're only six weeks in and we've lost a total of about like 14 pounds 14 15 pounds and within six weeks that's like we're losing we're we're at a rate of losing about like i think it's two point i'm really bad at math but i think it's like 2.5 to like 2.7 pounds a week roughly Obviously, we lost a lot of weight at the beginning because your body's, it's a lot of it's a water weight, but losing two pounds a week is a really good goal to go for. And even if you don't lose two pounds in that in, in a week, 
just losing one pound is really good. Because if you think about it, we're, we're in week six, right? If I'm losing two pounds a week for the next six weeks to end my 12-week diet, that's another 12 pounds. So we'll go from 186 to 172, which is really, really good. You know? Like, that's a perfect track to or pace to be on. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be, like, fluctuating too hard to where, like, you have to work so hard to keep up with your body and, like, work backwards because what happened to me last time was I was in the same predicament I am now. I was plateauing. I was only losing one or two pounds a week, and I started getting frustrated. So then I, I went, drastically cut my calories to, to see if I could reboost or boost up my metabolism to kick it in the overdrive because I just wanted to freak my body out a little bit and I freaked it out too much. And this is what happened. So I went from last time I dieted around week six, I was like a hundred and like about the same, same weight. I would say about like 188 to 190 ish. And I was like, wow, you know what? I'm, I'm too big. Like I don't like this. And at the time, I was eating about 2,500 calories. So I dipped under 200 or 2,000 calories, which is awful. That means I cut over 500 calories in one week, which is absolutely ab absurd. And I was just tired. I was cranky. I was so mad all the time because I, I my body was not used to me taking away that much food. Like 500 calories is a lot of food to cut in one week. That's just crazy. And I was so lethargic that I lost five pounds. And those five pounds weren't worth it because when I ended up introducing more food, I got I regained all that those pounds back because my body just didn't know what to do. Except absorb the food that I, I, I kicked into overdrive and try to lose it. So we're on a good pace. And if you're doing a diet or if you're thinking about doing a diet, it would be really cool if someone was doing a diet with me, but, you know, anyways, but the point is, is losing weight per week should be the goal. You don't want to lose too much and you don't want to not lose any. You always want to be in a good little medium, like one to three pounds a week is perfect. Because if you, if you like add the all that, all that up, right, like little numbers mean a lot. It doesn't seem a lot of like per week, but like when you add up a month, like that's a lot of weight to lose. Like if you, if you add up like two pounds for four weeks, that's eight pounds in a month. That's awesome. Some people can lose like 20 pounds in a month, but that just depends on like how, how, how big you are and how, how much you're willing to put your body through. Even just losing one pound a week, that's four pounds in a month. And if you're on the slimmer side, like that's fine, you know? Just losing anything is, is good at this point. So just keep that in mind. Like I have to continuously tell myself, I have to continuously tell myself that it's you're losing weight. Don't be too hard on yourself because when you're dieting also, like your hormones and your emotions and your mental stability like starts to get all all whacked out and all over the place and you, you start to be too hard on yourself and you start putting unnecessary stress on yourself then it just makes dieting not fun and it it just ruins your whole entire experience and it makes you not want to do it anymore because the beauty about dieting is you get to really challenge yourself and you get to 
you get to like really struggle and learn about yourself in the sense of like what you're willing to withstand and what you're willing to do and your mental stability and just not giving up on yourself and and if you're too hard on yourself and then you start like getting these voices in the back of your head saying like you know what like screw this i want to go eat like what are we doing here we don't need to be doing this you know and then you're kind of just like listening to those voices and you're like you know what yeah like like they're right like like this is stupid i want a cake i'm gonna go get a cake and then you just completely break your diet you don't want that just stay strong be positive especially when you're dieting being positive not even especially when you're dieting just being positive in general it's such a beautiful thing and it's really hard to do like i'm not positive ever like i'm really i'm really like close-minded i stay to myself i don't really talk to people but i'm continuously working on that you know and and when i'm dieting like i just i just get into a little shell and i don't want to come out because i'm already dealing with not eating enough food and training it super super hard and my cardio has to be on point all this other stuff and there's just too much too many things to think about but just be positive you can do this just know that if you are dieting or you're thinking about dieting just know that i'm doing it with you and there's thousands and thousands of other people throughout the world doing it with you because this has been a terrible year and the best thing about overcoming this year is overcoming yourself and making yourself better. Because that's that's the beauty in, in all this. Is being better. At the end of the day, we always want to be better. Also, last thing is I just want to talk about cardio. Cardio is huge. Huge. You need to do cardio if you want to see results. If you don't want to do cardio, yes, you can still see results, but they will be very, very slow, and you'll be eating minimal amounts of food. Because the good thing about cardio is you can do cardio, and you could burn three, four, five, six hundred, sometimes like 800 calories, depending on how long you're willing to go. And then you could take those calories that you lost and put it back into eating. Like, say if you lost, like, 800 calories and, like, your next meal is 400 and you eat those 400 calories, you gain 400 calories back, but you still exerted an extra 400. So you're able to eat more, but you're doing more cardio. And then as you do more cardio, like, you'll see results quicker than if you just don't do cardio. So cardio is a huge thing. And when you're doing cardio... You have to realize that it sucks so much to do cardio, but it's a necessary thing to lose weight. And when I mean cardio, you don't have to like run to be doing cardio. You can do like a hit workout and that's only 10 to 15 minutes and you're getting your heart rate pumping. You could do cardio by like swimming. If you like swimming, that's a form of cardio. If you want to jump rope, jump rope is the fastest way to burn calories per per hour. You burn more calories per hour jump roping than you do any other exercise. But jump roping is super, super hard, so not a lot of people do it. I do the elliptical. I love the elliptical. I've said it here before. I like it because it's easy on my knees. 
If you like the treadmill, you could do the treadmill. You don't even have to run. You could walk. You could fast walk. You could like fast, fast pace walking. Still burning a lot of calories. Just find something cardio related that you enjoy and stick to it. And if you don't want to do cardio, like actual like classic cardio of like running and stuff, you can do cardio by weightlifting. Or you can do car like you could do like a P90X program or you can like download an app and, and do stuff like that on like or find like a YouTube video of like a like a virtual classroom and like and you have an instructor like putting you through these like little aerobics and calisthenics and stuff like that. Like that's a form of cardio. As long as your heart rate is going and it's over a certain amount to where you're starting to sweat and lose calories and burn fat, then that's a perfect that's perfect for you. And if it works for you, then do it. You know, that's just my week six update. Some light, um, a little bit more like, I just want to like start like being more uplifting and, and inspire people. And even if I don't inspire you, that's fine. I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this to motivate myself because I need to find motivation in something. And, and I find motivation in anything and every, anything, everything, and even people. I find motivation in my friends when I see them work out. I find motivation in quotes. I get inspired by random things, and, and I hope my words can, can help someone out. Because um, at the end of the day, that's all I really want is just to help people. And if I can help you out, then you know what? That's, that's a beautiful thing. Because at the end of the day, you're helping me out. It's like a circle. We just help each other out, you know? <laughs> all right, that'll be it for this episode. Next week, um, we'll be talking about more interesting stuff. I think I'm going to start doing more um, fitness-related, like, exercises and, and forms, form checking and, like, helping people techniques because I've gotten some, some questions from people that want to know how to do certain exercises and, like, my intake on it. And if you have any questions, you can always DM me on Instagram. My handle is doodlebob. <laughs> <laughs> like SpongeBob, Doodlebob, acting hoi me my 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 Jenkins with the pencil up, and he's like doing all the crazy stuff with the pencil. <laughs> yeah, so it's Doodlebob on Instagram. How it's spelled? It's a little tricky. So it's D four O's D L E B O B. That's D four O's D L E B O B. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you in the next one. See you later. Bye.